Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Science of Yes with your hostess, Pam Heath, the Yes Coach. Why don't you say yes? Each week, Pam will speak about the energy of yes and how you can use it to create an extraordinary, prosperous life that you will absolutely love. Pam has spent a lifetime creating and leading transformational programs and is passionate about making abundance available for everyone through the power of yes. Callers are welcome, and we invite you to like Pam's show before leaving the program. So, open your mind and open your heart and be ready to receive what is possible for your friend, the Yes Coach. And tonight, I am here with my show, The Science of Yes. I'm here every week on Thursday night, and um, we examine the energy of yes and how you can leverage your knowledge and belief in the power of yes to create an extraordinary, prosperous life by design. I'm a life coach and a business strategist, and I specialize in breaking down the emotional barriers that block you as an entrepreneur from what you're committed to achieving in life and having it so that money is not a concern for you. I actually have a background in personal development, communications, and team management. And so that coupled with years of leading transformational programs, which empower individuals to achieve their best results, my spending my time getting trained in that background helped me with my personal mission and my personal gift which is the ability to help people get access to their personal gift. Everybody has something that they do that's not like anybody else. Everybody has their story. Everybody has their power. And so when I wrote my best-selling book, Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams, I wrote it from the standpoint of somebody who actually achieved what it was to take a life that was successful, abundant, and prosperous, lose all of that in a single year, and then rebound from that so that I actually achieve success after hitting rock bottom. You can read all about it in my book. I encourage you to go and buy it. It's on Amazon.com. It's called Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams. And I have a little gift for you. If you want to go to Amazon and purchase the ebook, which is only $9.99, download that, read that, and then write me a review on Amazon stating, you know, what you thought of the book and giving me an authentic review, then send me an email to pamheath at yescoachforyou.com. That, again, that is Pam Heath, my name, Pam Heath at yes. Coach, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Write to me. Let me know that you did purchase the ebook and that you did leave a review. And I will be happy to send you via snail mail an autographed copy of the, of the actual soft cover of the book at, on my dime. So what I'm looking for, people to actually review my book. 
not just buy it, but review it on Amazon. So this is a gift that I'm offering you in return for you downloading the book so you can read it in ebook form, and then I'll send you an autographed copy of it in soft cover. So again, that's Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams by Pam Heath, the Yes Coach. That's me. So I look forward to your doing that. Just let me know. Write me an email. Send me the receipt from where you purchased the ebook on Amazon and uh, show me where you sent a review into Amazon. It should be live. And if it's if there's a review there and you purchase the ebook, you will get an autographed copy of my book from me. I'm here every Thursday night at 8 p.m. We're here talking about the science of yes. I call it the science because we're experimenting here with the energy of yes. We're experimenting so that you can have the life you love. And that will require you to roll up your sleeves and get to work on areas that are not showing up like you love them. Areas like your your business or your money or your finances, your health and wellness. Areas like your relationship with your significant other or even with your family or associates at work or even in your community can also show up in your home, in your home environment, can show up in your spirituality or your your ability to have fun and play. It is absolutely possible to have a life you love where money is not a concern. You have everything you want, everything you could possibly need. You're doing everything possible. You're doing everything you always wanted to do. And that's what life looks like for you. But it's going to take something to have a life like that. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you're a janitor or if you're a professor at Harvard University. You can have a life you love and you can live the life of your dreams. You can have any dream come true as long as you have a dream. If you create that life by design, you can live that life. And that is the concept of the science of yes. So today, um, one of the things that we're going to talk about, number one, I'm going to talk about the book launch of my next book. Now, there's a book that's coming out. The launch date is November 6th, which some of you know is my birthday. Happy birthday to me. This is a big milestone for me. November 6th, that's coming up, 2021, is my 65th birthday. And at 65, I'm entitled to a lot of things. I'm entitled to love. I'm entitled to respect. And I'm entitled to Medicare. A lot of people look to retire at this age. So I have to admit, I'm not looking at retiring for a little while now. I am self-employed and I'm doing what I love to do, which is to contribute to other human beings and empower them to live the life they love. So having said that, November 6th is the date of the book launch for the book that I've contributed to. It is a compilation. The book is called Harmony in Chakras, Volume 2. So there was a Volume 1 of this book And it is absolutely incredible. I feel honored to have been included in this book. My chapter is on the root chakra, which is the chakra that resonates with your ability to produce abundance and prosperity. And inside of that conversation in the book, I talk about the energy of your ability to manifest wealth and abundance in your life. So it's it's going to be a great book. And I'm certain that it will go to number one bestseller on the launch date. That's our intention. So on that day, if you stay tuned, I will be continuing to um, let you know about the date coming up and to encourage you to, to join in. I have a 
for the people who are my regular listeners, I have a link for you. If you want to go to this book launch, there's a particular time frame that you need to to buy the book in order to support us in having the book go to bestseller on that day. On November 6th, the Chakra Collective Tribe, which is the authors who wrote this book, Harmony and Chakras, it's going to be taking place um, on November 6th. Like I said, if you give me your um, contact information, if I don't already have it, write to me at pamheath at yescoachforyou.com. Again, that's pamheath at yescoachforyou.com. I'll be more than happy to send you a link so that you can attend the launch of the book. And for free that day, for free, you can download the ebook version on that day only. We'll be giving it away for free, but it won't be until 2.30 to 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So again, on that day, you just need to write to me. I will send you the link so that you can go on to um, the book launch and join us. But in order for you to buy the book for free, you need to go to Amazon and purchase the book from 2.30 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on November 6th. Now, if you come to the book launch, I'll be speaking live during the book launch at 11.30 Eastern Standard Time. Yep, I will be speaking there. We'll all be, all the authors will be speaking on that day. So you can get to know us and learn what we're about. Just find out what's going on with the authors who wrote that book. We all wrote it together. And um, I'm very excited to be a part of this project. This was an amazing project. Um, It's not very often that I get to be this spiritual. You know, I'm a very spiritual human being, and I am connected to spirit. And when I was asked to, because I am um, someone who manifests, I'm a master manifester. I teach my clients to manifest um, wealth and abundance. And I was asked to, to speak on that involving the chakras. So the, the root chakra is the chakra that is resonating energy for you to draw wealth, for you to draw abundance and prosperity to, into your life. And one of the things I talked about is the energy of yes while I was, you know, having this conversation in the book, volume two of Harmony and Chakra. So there you have it. That is November 6th, the book launch for Harmony and Chakras. I am one of the authors, part of the Chakra Collective Tribe. We are the authors of the book, and I'm looking forward to joining with you on November 6th to take that book to bestseller. Harmony and Chakras, volume two. And I've written a chapter of that book. So having said that, and I'll, you know, I'll keep talking more about the book launch as we get closer to the date because, you know, I have, I think I have two more shows before that date actually comes up. And I will be, um, last week, or maybe I think it was the week before, I actually had one of the other authors here on the show, and I'm hoping to have another one on next week so we can talk about, you know, the different things that we said in our different chapters, 
this is if for if you're somebody who's spiritual and who believes in connecting to spirit and to resonate with your energy force, then this book is for you. It's going to teach you a lot about that energy and what's going to take for you to leverage your knowledge of that energy to manifest the things you want in life. It could be that you don't believe me, that, that you hear me saying this and it's like, you know, whatever, Pam, you know, this is, this is like not exactly what I was interested in, was hearing about chakras. And I don't normally write about chakras, you know, but I'm writing about chakras today. You know, so here I am. Um, I'm in the book, Harmony and Chakras, Volume 2, and the book launch is November 6th. So that's Pam Heath, the Yes Coach, with a chapter on the root chakra. So um, moving on, tonight I wanted to have a conversation about one of my other courses that I lead. Um, I've gotten a lot of interest in this course, so I want to talk about it a little bit on my show. Um, I, I teach a course uh, which I call Instant Clarity. And that course is all about you and your special message that you have in yourself that, that you want to deliver to the world. So I'm not just a life coach. I'm also a business strategist, and I'm a branding expert. And I help people brand themselves and have that brand be unique to them so that they can put their message out there, whatever their specific message is for the world, their gift, their service, their product. I help them to deliver that effectively so they can start to monetize Many of you are broke and doing side hustles and whatever you can do to stay afloat. And, and given what you have to, to offer the world, given what you provide, you should be millionaires. But you're not marketing yourself, you're not branding yourself, and you're not standing inside your, your unique message. So <clears throat> what I want to do right now is I want to give you a little bit of what I teach in that course, the course that I call Instant Clarity. And one of the things I teach is that there is a three-step process to accessing your unique message in life. There's a three-step process, and inside those three steps that I take you on in this journey to, to distinguish for yourself your unique message, the first step is to discover what that message is. Some people, it's right there for you, like the alien on your face, you know, like from that movie from um, Joseph uh, Cameron, is that his name? James Cameron, yeah, the alien, that creature that gets on your face, and that's the way your message is for you. It's all over you. You know what it is. It's really, really, you know, obvious for you what your unique message is and what you have to contribute to the world. And for some of you, discovering your unique message is actually a, a, a journey that's like a hike up Mount, you know, what's that? Everest. Yeah, that mountain that's almost impossible to climb. That's how distinguishing for yourself what your unique message is. Wherever you're at, part of discovering your unique message is looking within, okay, looking within. One of the ways that I teach my clients when I am teaching this course, because this is a course that I teach, I call it Instant Clarity, and the people who take the course are there for one reason. They're there to clarify their message, to get it 
um, discovered to get it designed and to, to be able to deliver it effectively so that they're monetizing and actually bringing in revenue based on what their specific what their specific message is. So um, part of that conversation for your specific message is um, your ability to tell a story. So as an entrepreneur, as somebody who is distinguishing your brand, so to speak, one of the things I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask you to listen to a song. Now, I've got lots of songs that I've picked out, songs that have a very powerful, a very, very strong message. I'm going to play one of those songs for you right now. The song is three minutes long. It's a little long, longer than most songs. Most songs are two and a half to three minutes. This song is three minutes and about 20 seconds. Just listen to the song And then I'm going to talk a little bit about the song and why I'm having you listen to it. Part of when I train and develop my clients in distinguishing for themselves their unique message, their unique strategy for their brand, I teach them from songs like this. This song I'm going to play for you is called Seven Years by Lucas Graham. I'm still learning about 
out like my woman brought children for me so I can sing them more of my songs and I can tell the story. Most of my boys are with me, some are still out seeking glory. And some I had to leave behind my brother. I'm just happy soon I'll be 60 years old. My daddy got 61. Remember life and then your life becomes a better one. I made a man so happy when I wrote a little one. Ten years goes by quickly. 
You're 20 years old. You're 30 years old. You look up and you're 40 years old. You're 50 years old. Soon you're looking up and you're 60 years old. And lo and behold, you look around and you realize life just passed you by and all the things that you hope to do and all the things that you had planned and all the things that you wanted may very well be behind you or never have been fulfilled. Whatever it is, just know that life is not promised to you. And in the message in this song, when you listen to the words, one of the things you're going to hear is this theme about this is what's so. I did these things. I went ahead and wrote songs. I went ahead and achieved fame. In the meantime, I left this one behind. Some of the friends that I made are still with me. Some of them are off doing their own thing and achieving their own stories. Some of them I left behind. So I really don't know what's going on with them. But that's just life. That's what life is all about. But never having experienced his father's pride because his father passed away, he didn't get to see him make international fame. And he wrote this song. And this song, Seven Years, is the song that pushed him over the edge and made him an international singing star. This song that he wrote in homage to his father. So you hearing that, might have a certain thought about him and him writing this song and him singing this song. But you didn't need to have me tell you that story to get the message in this song. It's the same way with you and your message. Your message, like this song, needs to carry over to your audience. Your message, you have to look within and see what's there for you to say to the world. What he wanted to say to the world is that once I was seven years old, and now this is the age I'm at, and this is what I've accomplished, what have you accomplished? Have you realized that time is flying, or do you think it's going to wait for you? It's not. So his message is clear. Let's take a look at your message. You know, first of all, you have to look inward. Now, this is the point where I say, you know, with tongue-in-cheek for many of my clients, would you like some cheese with that wine? Because you don't want to take this moment to whine about things that have happened to you. That's not what discovery process is about. The discovery process is not about something that's wrong with you. There is a problem that you resolved in the past. Something came up, something wasn't working, something wasn't going your way, and you resolved this problem. Whatever it was, you resolved it, you figured it out, or maybe somebody gave you some hints or coaching, and you you were able to overcome something. And when you resolved this problem, whatever it is, it made you happy. So there was a problem that you resolved, and when you resolved it, it made you happy. So I'm asking you, what was the problem? Okay? Succinctly state what the problem was. Remember, would you like some cheese with that wine? This is not the moment to complain about the problem or distinguish in, you know, a whole lot of words 
what you dealt with and how much it hurt and how miserable it made you or whatever. I'm also not talking about a simple problem that you resolved. Like, you know, you went in the bathroom one day and flushed the toilet and then it kept running and you jiggered the handle and it still kept running. And then you took the lid off and you jiggered the handle in there and you moved this around and you moved that around and it stopped running and you put the lid back on and yay, you just solved the problem. Now, that's a problem that you solved that I'm not interested in. I think it's great, but that's not the kind of problem I want you to look inward and look at. The problem that you resolved was actually a little bit more succinct than the problem of the running toilet. It's more like a life-altering problem, something that happened that you dealt with head on. You resolved it, and the resolution of that problem made you happy. So what was the problem? What were the steps that you took to resolve the problem? Think about the resolution of the problem and how it made you happy. So inside the discovery process, number one, would you like some cheese with that wine? Do not whine or complain about the problem when you're in the discovery process. When you're in the discovery process, you're looking inward and you're going down memory lane. And it could be it happened last year. It could have happened last month. It could have happened when you were 10. There was a problem that you resolved. And the res- resolution of that problem made you happy. So now you want to share that happiness with the world. You want to teach the world to overcome the problem that you overcame. So the result is your message. Whatever that resolution was that made you happy, okay, that resolution is your message. So, for instance, I'll give you um, an example. Let's say that um, long ago in life something happened. There was a, a, a family crisis. Maybe one of your brothers and sisters passed away. There was an accident or something horrible happened, and you were left with the concern that your parents didn't love you as much. Maybe they blamed you in some way for what happened. Maybe you yourself um, blame yourself, and you got to the other side. You you recognize maybe through counseling, maybe on your own, that you know that you came to terms with the loss. You built um, up uh, internal power source that you could get beyond the loss and get into possibility and, and creation. And you saw that there was a very specific step that you took to get yourself out of that hole. And the next time something bad or something upsetting or something terrible happened, you utilized that same process and you suddenly realized this process works. When you're in grief, when you're experiencing loss, this works. And so you realize that your message for your, your unique gift is that you know how to resolve this thing about grief. Or maybe, you know, you you took on creating a business and the business failed. And so there you were with a failed business behind you and you go to create another business and that one failed. And let's say you did that three or four times and then the fifth time was the charm and you actually took that business to a six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figure business. And you've gotten the code broken. You know now what to do. You see now the, the template for how to make this happen you want to teach others. You are ecstatic with your results and you want to show people there's a way you can do this. You don't have to fail at four businesses like I did. I'm going to give you the, the, 
steps to take so that you can manage your business to be successful the way I brought mine to success. And here's, here are the steps. So your mindset for this is I've got the juice. I've got what it takes and I want to give it to you. And for you, your self-worth, your power, your energy is involved in giving this resolution away. So there's no judgment here. There's no conversation about what you should or shouldn't have done. You're just saying, I've been able to be successful over here, and I can teach you how to be successful over here. Come, learn what I have to teach. So, you know, when I play that song for you, Seven Years, and you hear, you know, the words, because I'm not just, you know, pushing a songwriter onto you. I want to you to start to think like a songwriter because ultimately as somebody who is delivering a message to the world you are in fact a storyteller songwriters are also storytellers they tell a story and the effect of their story leaves the message that they're intending to deliver when you listen to different songs like i have another song that i like to use i use it all the time now full disclosure you know as i mentioned on November 6th, which is my birthday, I'll be 65 years old. Some of the music I have is quite old because I remember when this music came out. And some of you may never have heard of it before, but I'm going to play another song for you. And that song I'm going to play for you is called Ode to Billy Joe. And this is a song. It's a song that's based, uh, it's a southern song with people are all in the south. And she's going to tell you a story. I want you to listen to this story and recognize that the, the songwriter, you know, and this song was written by a woman named Bobby Gentry. And it was very, very popular. Um, what year did this song come out? It was sometime in the 70s. Maybe it was even in the 60s. That's how old it is. But I want you to listen to the lyrics, but what I really want you to listen for, I'm going to play this song for you now. Now, this song is long. I think this song is about four minutes long. But there's, there's a story here, but there's also a message. And there's a reason why I'm playing this song for you. So first I'm going to play it, and then you're going to listen to it, and then we're going to discuss it. Oh, 40, I got to fly. 
Mama said it was a shame about Billy Joe anyhow. He's like nothing ever comes no good up on Choctaw And now Billy's on the So that was Ode to Billy Joe by Bobby Gentry. And um, there's a reason why I play that song for you, because that song has a very, very strong message, and their message comes across in the lyrics. And first of all, the songwriter, Bobby Gentry, uh, was a one-hit wonder. That was her only hit, and it was a major hit. I just Googled it. It came out in 67. So, you know, I know some of you weren't even born in 67. So you're going like, what song is this? But for those of you who know the song, you know the story of the song and you know what's being said here. If you listen to the lyrics, I hope you did listen to the lyrics. She's talking about, you know, there's everyday ordinary stuff going on. And in between, there's this conversation about this young man who jumped he committed suicide. He jumped off the Tallahassee Bridge. And um, they're giving this news at the, at the dinner table as they pass around 
the food and the conversation amongst the mom and the dad and the brother is very ordinary. But the person who's singing the song was the young girl. It's very clear. There's two things that are very clear, and the message gets across. It, it never is said. It's never said, but you can hear in the lyrics and the things that are being said around her that she knows something about why this boy jumped off the bridge. If you listen to the words of the song, you know, they come to the dinner table, they sit down, they're passing around the food, and they're just talking very, very nonchalantly about Billy Joe. And the mother says, girl, you, what's wrong with your appetite? I've been cooking all morning, and you haven't touched a single bite of food. She's lost her appetite because they're talking about Billy Joe. And then um, the the preacher who came by to visit and said, I'll be happy to stop by and have dinner on Sunday. And by the way, I saw your daughter talking to Billy Joe after church last Sunday, the Sunday before he jumped off the bridge. And then the brother mentions that he knows somebody that saw her and Billy Joe a few days before he jumped off the bridge, throwing something off the Tallahatchie Bridge. All of these conversations that are being had are very nonchalant observations by people who haven't connected the dots. But you and I, as the listener, we're connecting the dots because the dots are leading to this girl, whoever she is, and her name is never called, who's singing the song, knows something about why Billy Joe jumped off that bridge. And the, the one thing that you know is that she had something to do with Billy Joe, something covert, something that nobody else seems to know about. So everybody notices that they're kind of in cahoots about something. Nobody knows what they're in cahoots about. But a few days after she was seen talking to him and then meeting up with him at the Tallahatchie Bridge and throwing something off the bridge, he jumps off the bridge and kills himself. She knows something about this. And not only does she know something about this, a year later when the the rest of the world has moved on from Billy Joe's death, the father has passed away himself. The mother is just sitting around grieving the father. The brother got married and moved on about his business. She spends most of her time up at the Tallahatchie Bridge throwing flowers over the bridge, which is obviously in deference to Billy Joe. So she knows something, and that's the message. And the other part of the message that is never said but is clear by which you pick up from the lyrics and the way that she's saying it, this girl will never tell what she knows about Billy Joe jumping off that bridge. That's a secret she'll take to her grave. You're clear about that. And anytime I talk to anybody in my workshops that are old enough to remember this song, however old they are, There are people who may have heard it, like you've just heard it now, and they never forget the ode to Billy Joe. That was the intention. It's interesting because Bobby Gentry never wrote another song that had the impact that this song. She quit the music industry. She became a real estate agent and completely disavowed all connection to the entertainment industry whatsoever. People once in a blue moon try to find her and look her up and interview her for whatever reasons as the anniversaries come up of the song. People, you know, it was such an impactful song. 
and people want to talk to her, and she has no interest in talking to anybody about this song, which is in of itself is a whole nother message that's delivered. Who knows who Billy Joe is? Could Billy Joe be like Billy Jean, Michael Jackson's Billy Jean? Like they're in the background, there's a little truth to the matter. Who knows? All we know is this song, Ode to Billy Joe, has a very succinct, very, very clear message, and you pick it up from the lyrics. She delivered that message, and she didn't have to explain. She doesn't have to tell you anything, and she didn't say at any point during that song, I know what happened to Billy Joe, and yet you pick up the inference from the song that she does. That's the way you want to deliver your message. You don't want your message to be on the nose. You want your message to be something that people are clear about, that you are clear about your message, and when you deliver it, you can deliver it the way Bobby Gentry delivered her message. God only knows. She may know some Billy Joe and have knowledge about why he committed suicide. All we know is she wrote this song. It went to number one, you know, on the charts, and she disappeared off the face of the earth. She's off just being an ordinary person like you and me. She just had something to say. She said it. You know, and she went on about her business. That's how you want to be with your message. Your message is clear. The clarity is there. You don't have to explain it. As a matter of fact, if you have to explain it, then you didn't say it right. You don't have to explain what is obvious. Listen to the lyrics. Papa said to Mama as he passed around the black eyed peas, well, Billy Joe never had a lick of sense. Pass the biscuits, please. There's five more acres in the lower 40. I've got a plow. Now, this is all very, very ordinary conversation you'd see at any dinner table. And then Mama said it was a shame about Billy Joe anyhow. You see, it seems like nothing ever comes to no good up on Choctaw Bridge. And now, now you tell me, Billy Joe McAllister's jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. So inside of that, you're clear. There is a message here. When you go up to Choctaw Ridge, you're up to no good. You're up to no good. And yet, wasn't that girl seen up on Choctaw Ridge with Billy Joe the other day before he jumped off the bridge? That's the way you want to be with your message. Your message is not on the nose. You're not saying, well, you know, Choctaw Ridge if you up there, you up to no good. She didn't say that, but she did. Listen to the lyrics. Brother said he recollected when he and Tom and Billy Joe put a frog down my back at the Carroll County Picture Show. And wasn't I talking to him after church last Sunday night? I'll have another piece of apple pie. You know, it doesn't seem right. I saw him at the sawmill yesterday up on Choctaw Ridge. And now you tell me Billy Joe's jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. Again, not on the nose. Not on the nose. Just a normal, ordinary conversation. I remember when we were kids and I put a frog down your back. And by the way, wasn't you talking to him after church last Sunday night? Listen to the lyrics. Mama said to me, child, what's happened to your appetite? I've been cooking all morning, and you haven't touched a single bite. 
that nice young preacher, Brother Taylor, dropped by today. Said he'd be pleased to have dinner on Sunday. Oh, by the way, he said he saw a girl that looked a lot like you up on Choctaw Ridge. And she and Billy Joe was throwing something off the Tallahatchie Bridge. Normal, ordinary conversation. And yet, hidden inside that conversation is a message. This girl knows something about what happened that had Billy Joe jump off that bridge. And she's not telling. And a year later, even though her father has passed, even though her brother is married and moved on, life moves on, and yet she still hasn't said what happened that had Billy Joe jump off the Tallahatchie Bridge. So she honors him and memorializes him and grieves him. Most of the time, she's picking flowers up on Choctaw Ridge and throws them into the muddy water off the Tallahatchie Bridge. There you go. There you have it. The message, the message, the message. Your message is the same way. Deliver the message without being on the nose, without coming right out and saying it, without explaining it. You don't have to explain it. If you need to, study songs and movie clips. Create your message from the style of storytelling. Your message is that thing that you resolved. It made you happy. It made you feel like you were going to produce a result and you could do that for others. It made you happy. And that's your message. But tell it like you're telling a story, like you are making it possible for other people to know what it's like to have this thing, whatever it might be, whatever this problem that you resolve, whatever this solution that you created, that they could have it too. And that is the thing that you have to contribute. It's a story, like seven years. It's a story, like Ode to Billy Joe. And you can tell it. You can tell it. So the thing that I want you to know, the thing that I want you to think about is that your life is about your ability to tell your unique message in a way that people are left with it and not with your personality. Your story is about you. Okay, but it's not for you. Your story is for other people to get the essence of what you have to contribute to them. So that's the discovery of your message. That's how you get your message across. That's how you take it on. And I'm sharing with this with you tonight because it's one of the things that I do is I lead workshops in distinguishing for yourself your story. In part of your branding, because I am a brand strategist. I help you distinguish what your unique gift is, what your message is, and I help you to deliver it. And part of it is in your ability to succinctly 
say your message to another human being, have them get it and be left with it, not with your personality, not with your identity, with your contributing message. And that's what I do. I'm here every Friday, I mean, every Thursday at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So I'm on the West Coast. I'm in California. I'm here, and we talk about the energy of yes. And what I do as a coach is I help people distinguish for themselves their message, their unique message, their ability to take on delivering what it is that they have to contribute to other human beings. You want to be clear that you have a message. You have something unique that you want to contribute to other human beings. I say that everybody does. Everybody does. So you can find out what it is. For yourself, it's going to take you being willing to have the conversation to let people know, to understand, and be able to convey your message to another human being so that they are left with the message and not your identity. That's what I teach. So the, let me see, the clarity that you seek in your message is attainable. So I'm awaiting, you know, your opportunity to question me. Sometimes I have people call in with questions. Sometimes I don't. If you have a question or if you have anything that you want to ask me about what what I'm talking about with regard to clarity in your message, feel free to reach out to me. Obviously, it's now about five minutes before this show is over. And, you know, this show, it doesn't necessarily have to be the only way you reach out to me. You can find me on social media. My name is Pam Heath. I am the Yes Coach. I have this podcast every week on Thursday evenings at 8 p.m., The Science of Yes. We talk about the energy of yes and how you can leverage your knowledge and belief in the power of yes to create an extraordinary, prosperous life by design. You can also write to me. My email is Pam Heath, which is my name, Pam Heath, at yescoach, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Pam Heath at yescoachforyou.com. You can also find me on Facebook. I am the Yes Coach. You can Google me. What pops up when you Google the Yes Coach is Pam Heath. You can write to me on Facebook. Send me a message via Facebook. I am You can um, find me on Instagram. I am also the Yes Coach on LinkedIn. I'm the Yes Coach on Twitter. Anywhere you see the Yes Coach, it's trademarked. That is who I am. There may be other coaches out there who say they are Yes Coaches, but I am the Yes Coach. So seek me out. If you need support, if you need coaching and guidance and how to succinctly clarify your message, I can help you. You can write to me at Pam Heath at yescoachforyou.com. I have my um, next book launch coming up on November 6th. The book is called Harmony and Chakras, Volume 2. I am one of about 20 different authors who contributed to that book. It's a compilation of all about the chakras and the energy that is generated. Please, please join us. 
write to me at Pam Heath at Yes Coach for You. I will let you know how you can join us on November 6th. But the important thing to know is that on November 6th, at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you go to Amazon and purchase Harmony in Chakras, Volume 2, the ebook for free. During that time frame, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, November 6th, you can get it for free. Before that, it will not be for free. After that, it will not be for free. When will it be for free? November 6, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at Amazon.com. So my contribution to Harmony and Chakras, Volume 2, my chapter is on the root chakra, which is the chakra that manifests wealth. I dedicate that chapter of the book to you, my listeners, who are creating magic in the world of finances If you need support, if you need help, reach out to me. Again, I'm here every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I look forward to seeing you, speaking with you, hearing from you. I'm Pam Heath, the Yes Coach. This is me. I mean, we've got like two minutes left in the show, and um, I'm going to end the show right now. And I will spend more time talking about clarifying your message in my next um, show next Thursday, as well as give you more information on Harmony and Chakras Volume 2. All right, so thank you for listening. Take care and be well. Goodbye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.